Welcome back to the Recalibrate podcast. I'm your host, JC, and each week I talk about my experience in ways that I've made small shifts in certain areas to improve my mindfulness, mental health, and happiness. I'm recording this on Sunday, November 6th, so as of today, daylight savings time has officially ended, and a lot of my friends have started to talk about seasonal depression and that they're worried that the days are getting shorter and it's getting darker earlier. I feel like everyone is talking about how the sun is setting before they even get a chance to get out of work or school, and I completely agree with the sentiment. It is definitely hard when you are feeling like you're not really able to see the sun during the day and you might wake up before the sun has even risen in and then by the time you're out of work or done for the day with school or meetings the sun has already set and it feels like you're living in a state of perpetual darkness which can definitely start to take a toll on your mental health and cause symptoms like decreased motivation lack of focus and just being overall more sad or more sleepy or just feeling like you don't have energy to do the things that you would normally do This time of year, a lot of people start to struggle with seasonal depression, which actually became a term in the 1980s by a psychologist named Norman Rosenthal, who studied mood and biological rhythm at the National Institutes of Mental Health. He also wrote a book called Winter Blues, and he talked a lot about his own struggle with seasonal affective disorder, and he realized that light deprivation was a major cause of why this started to happen. When I was doing research, I saw that 1 in 20 people roughly struggle with seasonal depression in places of the world that have varying seasons, and this is definitely not surprising to me when I posted a poll on my Instagram to see how many people were struggling with seasonal depression over 90% of respondents said that they struggle with some form of seasonal depression and that it's something that's really hard for them every year. In 2015, researchers also figured out a new explanation for seasonal ups and downs, which was that genes promoting inflammation are more active in the winter. So people that struggle with chronic conditions like diabetes or rheumatoid arthritis, depression, start to flare up in the colder and darker months. I have an autoimmune disease and a lot of factors can cause it to flare up and make me feel not great, especially in the winter. This tends to happen more often because it's really cold and my body feels a little bit more inflamed and it's just a lot harder on my body in general. So I will experience more pain or flare ups in the winter times because of that. And that definitely makes me feel quite frustrated sometimes, especially since it feels like it's out of my control. But I think at least just knowing that the winter is is a time where that's going to happen and feeling more prepared for it and being more gentle with myself is something that is helpful. Just adding in extra things that will support my body and taking more time to make sure I'm doing the things that help me to feel good even when it feels like my body is working against me. So if you have a condition that gets worse in the colder months, it's completely understandable that would make you feel a little bit more depressed or sad. I've been there. It's something that I still struggle with, so I think just taking extra time to support your body and mind during this time is really important. And as always, reaching out to a doctor or someone that can help support you through this time is really helpful as well. There's been a lot of research to understand seasonal depression more and figure out why it happens and what causes it. It's really because shorter days and less daylight can potentially trigger a chemical change in the brain leading to symptoms of depression. The lack of sunlight exposure during the day affects our circadian rhythms, which I've talked a lot about on the podcast. So having reduced sunlight causes your serotonin levels to drop, melatonin levels to become imbalanced, which starts to play a role in your sleep patterns and mood. 
Obviously, if you live in a place that doesn't have seasons or it's pretty warm or mild all year round, this is probably not something that you even think about, but where I live in New York and a lot of other places that have varying seasons throughout the year, ranging from really hot in the summer to really cold in the winter, it can be hard to adapt to different activities and ways of living during these times. A lot of my friends have been getting anxious about it getting cold in the city, especially since a lot of us walk everywhere, and just that it's generally harder to get around when it's freezing out or it's snowing and you kind of lose your sense of adventure and excitement to want to try new things and explore and go out with your friends when it's freezing cold out, which I completely understand. I'm pretty introverted and I actually really love the fall and winter times because I feel like I can really nest and get cozy and do a lot of the things that I can't do in the summer. Obviously summer is amazing, but I think sometimes in the warmer months I feel a lot of pressure to be doing a lot of things all the time and I feel almost guilty for relaxing or wanting to stay in because the warm weather is so fleeting. So when it's amazing weather outside, I want to be outside as much as possible. I want to soak up every second of it and I find it hard to find moments to relax just to myself since there's always so much going on in the summer. That being said, I did live in New York City during the last two winters during COVID and there was definitely dark times embedded into those seasons, even though it's a time of year that I really love. I completely understand how it can also be a time that is really lonely and isolating and dark and can create some sense of hopelessness that the time will never end because sometimes when you're in the deep thick of the winter, you literally forget what it feels like to not be freezing cold all of the time and it's easy to forget that the seasons are fleeting and it can feel more permanent rather than just a temporary time of year. If this is something that you've experienced before where you know yourself and you know that you start to get sad during these times of year or that these times of year are really hard for you, you might start to get anxiety around the times where the seasons are changing because you're worried that you'll start to fall into this pattern again where you start to feel sad or less motivated or just start to feel like a version of yourself that's very different than how you experience life in the summer or the spring. And I think what's really important about these times is to reframe how you start to look at the seasons and almost force yourself to really lean into them. So I was talking to one of my best friends about this and one thing that really helps her is at the start of a season, go all in on decorating for whatever the season is. So when fall time comes around, instead of getting sad about the seasons changing, she like leans into decorating her apartment in Halloween decor and gets really fun decorations, like fun soaps, and just starts to really lean into the changing of the seasons instead of being bummed that summer's over. And it might sound silly, like why would decorating or getting new soaps for the season make you feel less sad about the warm part of the year ending, but I think there's something exciting about change and switching up your routine and the little things in your life and just giving yourself something different visually to look at or getting new candles and 
just leaning into things that are pretty niche to the season that you can't do in other seasons. So not just for fall and winter, but when seasons change, I think it's really important to remember things that can only be done in that season to give you a sense of novelty about it. For example, some of the things I love about summer so much is the feeling of getting ice cream on a really hot night or going swimming in the ocean when it's super hot out and you've been laying out on the beach all day and just things that you don't normally experience in other seasons. So similarly to fall or winter, there's so many things that you can do in this season that wouldn't be the same in the summer. Getting really cozy in your apartment or house, getting different candle scents that are like fall or winter themed, pumpkin carving for Halloween, finding your favorite holiday movies, decorating for whatever holidays you celebrate, like things that you just don't do in other seasons to give you that sense of novelty about it. Because Honestly, the sense of novelty in any capacity is just what makes things exciting and finding those little niche things is what makes changing of the seasons really exciting to me. Besides just leaning into the season and kind of figuring out what novelty things you'd be able to do in fall or winter that you wouldn't be able to do in other months, I've also researched and tried out a lot of things that can help the general sense of seasonal depression during this time that you can try out and see if it works for you. One overarching thing that I think is helpful is to just spend time getting to know yourself and enjoying your own company because I feel like the summer is a time where there's always a lot of things going on and a lot of people around, but the fall and winter are really times where you can go inward and work on yourself and take more quiet time to figure out the things that you actually like and the things that you want to spend your time doing and the people you want to surround yourself with. I think you can just be really intentional with your time and obviously you can do this in any season but I feel like for me this is a time of season where I'm craving to have more alone time and just spend time like nesting and doing the things that I like to do. Another thing that I find really helpful in times where I'm feeling more sad or times where I feel like there's just not as many exciting things going on is making all of the little stuff feel like an event. So for example, the winter during COVID, my roommate Emily was amazing at this. For anything that we did, whether it was watching a movie or getting takeout or making our morning coffee or literally just even getting ready or taking showers and stuff like that, she would make everything feel like such a fun experience and it was honestly one of the things that helped me get through covid for example we would get takeout every friday and we would do it up like we would get all these candles that we liked and before eating we would light all the candles we would pick out a movie that we wanted to watch we would get out our favorite plates and fancy cup and our favorite beverages and we would just make it an absolute scene so yeah we could have just eaten dinner right out of the takeout containers and acted like it was something that we did every week because it was but instead we made it an entire experience so that it would feel more special and that we could derive more joy out of it and similarly to making our favorite coffee in the morning we would just get overly excited about it and use our frother and put different spices on top and put it in our favorite cups just anything to make the experience more exciting. Even just the act of taking a shower or something you do every day, instead of just going about it, it's something that you have to do, we would set the vibe for it. So we bought this 
mini salt lamp to go in our bathroom that makes the bathroom feel really warm and vibey and we would both let our favorite candle and have a really good playlist going and change into a cozy robe or put a face mask on after even though it was something that i did every day we would just find ways to make it more of an elevated experience I think we started doing this over COVID, but this is something that we've kept with us throughout our entire time living in the city. And I think a lot of our friends started doing it as well because it just makes the experience so much more fun. I was talking to one of my other friends at dinner and she said that on Sunday she makes her shower routine feel like actual Bible study and she will just go all in having the most luxurious routine using really amazing products and wash all of her sheets and just has this whole amazing Sunday night routine that she really looks forward to and that sets her week off on such a good note. So if you find yourself even just dreading the weekend's ending because you're going to have to go back to work and you're not going to see the sun and it's dark and cold and dreary, like just implementing things into your routine every week or into daily things that can make you start to look forward to it. And I know I say this a lot in a lot of my episodes, but I just think it's so important to find little ways to make things that you do every single day more enjoyable so that you can just start to be more present and look forward to the little things in your life. Another thing that I found helpful is having a sunrise simulator in your room. So I have the hatch alarm clock, which is basically an alarm clock that you can set to gradually brighten your room as it gets close to the time of your alarm. So you can set it 30 minutes before your alarm starts to go off. It gradually gets brighter and brighter until the time that you have to wake up. So instead of waking up in a really dark room, you wake up in a room that's more lit up and full of light so that it's easier for you to get out of bed and you feel less sleepy in the morning because of the way it affects your melatonin production and regulates your sleep cycle. I don't really use it in the summer but in the winter I find that it can be really helpful because I'm more hesitant to get out of bed when it's dark and cold in the mornings and it's definitely a lot nicer to wake up to a brighter room than to wake up in complete darkness. The Hatch one is a bit expensive but there's a lot of different versions of it. I think Philips and Sonos both have one or you can find like a cheaper version. Um, online. If getting out of bed is really hard for you in the morning because your room is really dark, I think that this is something that could be worth investing in. A lot of studies show that getting light is one of the most effective treatments of seasonal depression and getting light when you wake up is one of the most important things. So if you're able to, going outside for a walk in the morning for even five or ten minutes can completely change the way that your body produces serotonin and melatonin and over time will start to help you feel Feel so much better. Now, if you have to be at work before the sun rises, this is obviously something you have no control over, but if you're able to sneak out in the middle of the day for five or ten minutes and be able to see the sun, or if you live in a city and you can maybe walk home from work instead of taking the subway just so that you can get a little extra daylight in, that can be really helpful. Even if it is freezing cold in the winter, I will still go for a walk every single day when the sun is out because I know that if I wake up and work and go to bed without seeing the sun, I will be absolutely miserable. I also was joking with one of my best friends about this because every day when we go for walks, we send each other pictures of random little things that make us happy and our text chain is literally just pictures of trees or dogs or like little kids in Halloween costumes, just random things that make us smile. And we were saying like, oh my God, what are we gonna do when the weather gets colder? This is gonna be so much harder to go for walks. Like this is a main part of what makes us happy throughout the week. 
And I sent her a voice note back and described exactly how we were going to bundle up in the winter, put on all of our gloves, hats, scarves, mittens, long parka, and still go for the walks. Because even though it's going to be freezing, it is still a huge part of what I know helps my mental health and makes me happy. So it's really important to me to continue these habits and things that I know help me throughout the year, regardless of the temperature or external factors that I really have no control over. Since it's something that helps my mental health so much to get outside during the day when it's still light out, it's going to be something that I prioritize even when conditions that are outside of my control are affecting my ability to do it. If this is something that is not feasible to you and you are just not going to be able to get outside during the times that the sun is up, I've also seen that you can get a light box or one of those happy lamps to simulate light production. There's a couple of different ones and I'm not really convinced that all of them work, but everything I've researched about seasonal depression mentions this. So I think finding a light box that is closest to what the sun emulates is probably your best bet. And there's a lot of research done on which ones are effective versus which ones are just a hoax. Obviously, if you can prioritize getting outside and seeing actual sunlight, that is your best bet, but this could be another alternative option as well. My next two tips go hand in hand. So the end and beginning of every month, I like to make a mood board on Pinterest of what I am envisioning for the next month and what I want the month to look and feel like. And it helps me to get excited about a month ending and a new month starting. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, I add in things that I can only really do during that month or that only makes sense to do during that month. Obviously, In the summer, it looks a lot different than in the winter because in the winter, my mood board is full of cozy scarves and sweaters and warm beverages and getting just like really nesty in my apartment, Um, like a lot of candles, whereas like in the summer, it's a lot lighter and fresher and more to do with being outside than really nesting in my apartment. But one of the things that my friend does that I really love is every month, not even just in cold months, but for the entire year, she makes a bucket list where she either prints out or makes a digital calendar for the month. And then she'll spend time going through and picking out all of the things that she wants to do in the upcoming month. And it's not even big things, like she'll put really little things on it, like a movie that she wants to watch, or writing a letter to a friend, or FaceTiming a family member, or getting takeout from her favorite restaurant, small things. And then, of course, she also adds some bigger items that she can look forward to. So maybe she'll research different events going on in her city, and then start to put those in as well. And doing this does two things. A, it gives you something to look forward to in a visual sense on the 8th of November you want to watch this specific movie or something like that but it also gives you a sense of accomplishment that you can check off things from your bucket list and feel like you're adding in mini wins into your week or month. I think sometimes the month starts and ends and I feel like I didn't even get to do anything that I wanted to do or that I was just so caught up in work or busy with other things that it just seems to fly by. So I think this is a really creative way to make sure that you're doing little things in the month that are just for you or you and your friends and make sure that you have some time for fun in your months as well. 
this goes into my next tip of spending time in the colder months to find a little niche or hobby or learning a new skill thinking about something that you can get obsessed with and learn about when you have some more time on your hands to be indoors maybe there's something that you've always been interested in but you've never had time to look into so the winter and fall can be good times to pick up new hobbies and just find little things that can keep you occupied like I know during COVID my roommate started picking up knitting and now it's something that she really enjoys to do and does on a weekly basis and finds it really relaxing so it can be anything across the board like something more creative or something like a topic that you're interested in just anything that you think could spark your interest and give you something to divert your focus toward another really small thing that can be helpful is to get house plans for wherever you're living and then have a little something to take care of during the months if you're not able to have a pet i think having house plans is like a cute way to make sure that you have something that you're taking care of other than yourself and even just the small act of watering them every week and seeing them grow can create a bright spot in your day so i love having plants in my room i think that not only can they add something to the decoration of your room but they also are just good for your mental health in general by giving you something to take care of Another thing that I thought was really interesting was how other cultures look at colder times of the year and how they approach these seasons. So for example, in Scandinavia, they have an amazing approach to getting through the winter and have a lot of cultural practices that create a sense of joy and cheerfulness around these times of year. So Norwegians have a custom called Kosling, which is about creating a cozy, happy environment with the people you love. And it actually includes spending a lot of time in nature and participating in outdoor activities like skiing or snowshoeing or hiking just to get you out of your house and into the sunlight that's really important and socializing with others so even though it's really cold they still prioritize bundling up and having this approach where it's really important for them to be active and do things outside despite the weather there's also a danish custom called huga which is spelled h-y-g-g-e you've probably seen this word thrown around uh, in books or articles and never have known how to pronounce it like I did. I literally looked up a YouTube video before this episode to figure out how to pronounce it, but this whole practice is about making your home a really comfortable, cozy space to spend cold days with family and friends or just by yourself and thinking of things like crackling fireplaces or soft throw blankets, fuzzy socks, warm foods, and just being warm and fuzzy in your home. Obviously, I don't have a fireplace in my apartment where I live now, but anytime I'm home for an extended period of time, I always search up on YouTube like seven hour videos of fireplaces crackling just so I can see the fire on my screen and hear the noise and pretend like I have a fireplace here. Or you can also look up ambient settings for XYZ. So you can look up ambient music for coffee shop or ambient fall day and you can cultivate different scenes on YouTube for whatever vibe you're going for and it will play music or background noises if you're either working for home or just doing another activity and you want something in the background. It's really interesting to see how other cultures approach this time of year because I think in United States where I live, it is generally seen as a more negative, sad, dreary time of year, but other cultures really see it as a time for cultivating internal joy and just getting to be cozy and spend time with the people that they love or spend time with themselves doing activities that they really like to do. 
Lastly, if you feel like you're experiencing more than just mild seasonal depression and it's something that's really taking a toll on your mental health, I think going to therapy is an amazing option if you're able to. I go to therapy all times of the year, but especially in times of year when you're more likely to experience sadness or feelings of hopelessness, I think it's really important to have a professional in your circle that can really have your best interests in mind and check in with you on an every week basis and maybe offer some more personal insights into what can make you feel better and just having that sense of support in your life. I think it's also good to have an accountability buddy with either a family member or a friend or partner and just have someone that can check in on you and you can set goals with them of little things that you want to do throughout the week to make sure you are taking care of yourself and adding in little moments of happiness throughout your week. Maybe you can even plan to do something on a weekly basis. A thing that I really like is creating weekly set plans with my friends. So every Wednesday morning I get coffee with one of my best friends and it's something that's just in my calendar that I know every week I'm going to do. So even if I'm having more of a rough week, that is something that I can look forward to or scheduling a FaceTime date with a friend each week or maybe every Thursday you go to your favorite coffee shop on the way to work and just giving yourself little things to look forward to that even if you're having a lower week, you still have something on a weekly basis that you know you're going to do. Now, even though daylight savings time has ended, it is still pretty warm where I live, so a lot of these feelings haven't started to creep in yet, but I just wanted to make this episode as more of a proactive approach to thinking about the seasons changing instead of feeling doom and gloom about winter starting to come in a few weeks. Hopefully, this episode will be helpful for you in starting to think of some different ways that you can look at it or just different things that you can start to implement. If you try any of these ideas out this week, I always want to hear about them. Send me a DM at the recalibrate.podcast Instagram. As always, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day or night or week whenever you're listening to this, and I will talk to you again next Tuesday.